Welcome to Beholder's Eye, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons epic fantasy adventure. My name is Alex, and I'll be your host and Dungeon Master. On the Great Isle, it is a time of religious wars, imperial domination, and an ancient evil reborn. Only one crew can save the world from utter destruction. They are... Magrain Silverbeard, Paladin of St. Delegis. Zalara Tremez, Wandering Elven Monk. Magnar Skorgrim, Goliath Sorcerer. Hibernate, the Fire-Kindled Wandering Flameosifer. So, what we're going to do this time to start things off is we've gone through some uh, level upgrades and haven't really talked about it much, and I, I know had some questions online like, uh, so Magnar can actually cast spells now, what's going on, <laughs> things of that nature. So I wanted to, we, our characters have actually leveled up after our last official se session to um, level four, but I want to talk through level three as well and just kind of about the direction of uh, everybody's characters so you guys know what's going on as well and, and that way there might clear up some confusion um, so since I brought you up first uh, Ben why don't you tell us um, about your level 3 4 progression with Magnar alright so um, I don't actually cast spells still uh, but I am uh, taking the path of zealot so I do have some divine uh, I guess it's still magic but uh, it's not really me casting anything it's just it's basically a, a, an upgrade to hit kind of like a sneak attack um, so I got Divine Fury, that's what that's called. Uh, at level three, I also get three rages per day rather than just two. Um, and then I have a thing called Warrior of the Gods, which basically removes any sort of components for bringing me back to life, um, which isn't so useful right now. But once uh, Margraine levels up, I guess maybe he'll get some raised dead or it something like that. Useful. Yeah, it could have been useful. Yeah. Yeah. In episode three. So <laughs> but um, and then also so we hit level four and there was I was really struggling with what to take on that because I wanted the shield defense because I have a terrible. AC and our DM hit rolls really high, um, but I when I play, I just have more fun dual wielding whether I get hit more or not. So I finally took uh, the dual wielder feat, so now I can use any size weapons, uh, well, any single-handed sized weapons uh, without, and not, not just light weapons. And that's, so I can do more damage now. Okay, great. I'll be dual wielding uh, Warhammer and Longsword most of the time, I think. Sweet. Alright. Um... But I have no magic. <laughs> Just that, that divine fury. Um, yes. Okay, uh, so Kim, you started Zalara as level three. Um, so you just want to tell us a little bit about the subclass you took with her and any you know additions you've got, feet, ASIs, anything of that nature? Absolutely. Uh, she started as Way of the Open Hand, which gives her um, some attack. When she does the Fury of Blows, she can do uh, knocking people prone, uh, making them uh, push back a little bit or take away their reactions, which is super duper fun. And then at level four, I just took some extra wisdom. So now I'm at 18. So I get a plus four to all those lovely checks, which for a monk also increases the key empowered strikes. So that's handy dandy. Um, and I also get slow fall. So that's fun. So, all right. And uh, Sam, you want to walk us through Margraine's progression? Uh, sure. So um I did get a feature at level two. Uh, I went with uh, a fighting style for dueling because I thought that's what Margraine would go for. I don't think it's the best idea, but that's what he would have done. Uh, and then at level three, he got to actually make his oath and he became an actual paladin. So he got a lot of spells. Um, he went with, I went with Path of Redemption. 
uh, talking it over with Alex, it seemed like the most uh, kind of allegiant thing to do, that it really fit in with their kind of their thoughts and that would be what he would be getting. Um, so he got two, uh, he got uh, a channel divinity. So he got Emissary of Peace, which you've all seen before. And you've seen it once before he got Rebuke the Violent, which lets him basically incur the, the damage that somebody else inflicts upon one of his allies. Uh, for level four, it was a really hard, hard choice. Uh, I was throwing around multi-classing. I was throwing around a lot of things. I ended up going with uh, a feat though, healer, because uh, <laughs> you've all listened to the podcast. We need it. So that's that, that's where he went. Um, and healer just allows him to use um, basically medicine kits to give people a little bit of an extra fighting chance. All right. And Thank you, Margraine. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, the, the problem with that is Margraine's usually the one who gets dropped. Um, so It really is. <laughs> I know. Hibonite goes down a little bit more. Yeah, he does. Bit. Maybe a little bit. So tell us about Hibonite's progression. And I, I know uh, level two is really when you guys make your subclass choice. Yeah, so um, level three for Hibonite is it's still a fairly big one. Meta Magic, which I took. Uh, careful Spell and... I remember careful spell and subtle spell. Subtle spell allows me just to cast without any voice or hand gestures, which could be useful in a bad negotiation with us a lot. And um, careful spell because I do a lot of AOE. It allows people to I can just choose people to auto pass rather than them having to make check, which I believe we saw in the fight against Alal, where I made Ben auto pass. Yep. And then for fourth level I took a feat I took skilled I from that I've gained deception because I'm always lying to people <laughs> so it seemed like a good choice perception so I can actually notice something for once and stealth so I can maybe get somewhere sticky rather than just instantly be noticed so <laughs> join it's me not gonna in the pay shadows <laughs> It's not going to pay off, but it'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, who wants to give us the recap of last episode? So, last time, we were finishing up with the battle against the Red Hand in the city of Paragon, I believe. And then, once we cleaned up all the mess there and we spent a night, we went on a lovely trek um, after dealing with the people who were after Hibonite and Magnar uh, for killing all the Prosta people, we were given a reprieve and basically told to go attempt to get away. And so we did, and we did really well trekking through the mountains, and we got to the city of Dernholm, which is uh, Margraine's home city. And once we got there, we got inside and spent the night at an inn, and then Hibonite and and uh, Magnar were taken anyway for their crimes against the Prosta people. So, that's where we ended. Yep, um, yep. That's right. It is for you guys keeping track at home. It's the 18th day of the new year, otherwise known as Tot 3. Uh, we got 3 6. So that's how they would denote that. Um, so we're getting about halfway through the first month. Uh, there is a timer on uh, whenever Magnar's child, he believes to be a daughter based off of a vision he had, is going to be born at the beginning of the third month. So um, inconvenient on a number of different levels getting arrested like this. So um, anyway, we will start with the two of you being led out into the street. 
So they take you out of the street. You're both manacled. It's still early morning. The sun is just barely starting to come up. It's kind of red in the sky. You see there is what can only be described as a sort of medieval paddy wagon. Um, it is completely sealed in with just a small, with thick wood. Um, small bars are out the back, um, what little making a little window. So they lead you up there, open up the back. You see there's a very large half-orc sitting in there, um, looking extremely menacing, and he motions for you both to come in. All right. <laughs> um, how many guards are around? There are ten guards. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna message um, back, back now. Yeah, say it right this time. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna message across. Are we are we going with them or are we running? You can think your response. Oh, uh, I, I I can't think that quick. Uh, should we run? I cast it again. Uh, it, it doesn't seem like a good idea going to jail, but it doesn't think. I don't think we can get out of this. I, I don't think so either. And from from uh, last time, I remember I was following them, wasn't I? I yes, unsuccessfully. Um, yeah, you're tried following to them, and, them. And this is all right outside of the case of Joy, which is the inn you were staying at the tavern inn. Yeah. Um. So you're standing still. Uh. You're you're following them out, and I guess Laura is with you, and uh, Kali Zanguana, Sanguana, who is the ambassador of Thalmer to Dern home uh, is there. She's the one who has the um, order for arrest, the warrant basically, written warrant for arrest. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I think the best idea for me is to go talk to Cali Sanguana if I can. Uh, if, if if they're speeding away, then I'm going to just try and keep up following. But oh, Okay. So are you guys getting in? I mean, we need to decide that first. So what is your action? Are you going to try and fight your way out? Are you going to magic your way out? Are you going to just get in? Is there... How densely populated is this? This is pretty, like, an actual city, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not huge. It's not a, a massive city. Um, but there's more than one street. Oh, yeah. It's not like Paragon at all. This is... Oh, yeah. Oh, crap. Um, all right. I, I, I get inside. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll follow back now. Okay. So... Um, I'm, still, I'm still asking for my room of a few, though. <laughs> So the uh, half-orc uh, grabs the manacles from uh, both of you, or both your manacles, the chain that are connecting them, and it pulls up chains that are connected to the floor of the paddy wagon and uh, slaps uh, another chain around that so it actually locks in place so you're stuck to one spot within there. Um, Is this wooden? Yes. Paddy wagon? Wooden, okay. yep. With chain, with metal? Correct. Okay. Um, so... Um, and you're going to talk to, you're going to go up to Callie. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, for sure. If she's still there and not going in the wagon away with them, then I will for sure talk well, to her. Well, she is walking past you now. You you let her out of the case of joy. She's walking past you as though she's heading toward the wagon. So are you going to stop okay. her or what are you going to do? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go. Uh, Miss Miss Anguana, uh, where, where would I go to uh, file an appeal for my friends? An appeal? I, I would suggest maybe talking with your council, but this is something that the Queen has ordered. I don't see much hope for your friends. Well, I, I think all of you are, are mistaken on the actual the details to do with the with what happened. I am not the judge in this case. I am not the Queen. I am not Brommel. You will need to take that up with them. I have my orders, and I need to take them with me now. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll kind of I'll turn to Solara and I'll go. Uh, do you do you know what we should do? Uh, where do they go? What are, is there a trial? Are they being taken to the queen? Do we know? Are you I, I, Yeah, if you're saying that out loud, I'm sure yes, she can hear I you. Am. Okay. okay. Yes, they will be taken to Kalendor for trial. Kalendor? Where's Kalendor? That's south of here? Yep, right? it's, it's going to be southeast. Yeah. It's the capital. Very far away. Oh, uh, um. Uh, okay. Uh, 
that immediately or are they being held here they until will, you they will be held here until an escort comes okay um well that gives it that gives us a timeline at least oh my goodness um a council uh i don't know who would give us counsel on this uh, the only the only person i can think of is my father what does he do in the city? Well, he's he's running the mine now. Uh, he's taken Luxor's place. Okay, so what does that mean as far as, like, how he does uh, um, business or whatever? I, I know he's on the on the council, uh, so he would probably know know somebody we could speak to, right? I, I don't know. I, I've, I've never had any issues with the law. <laughs> of course you haven't. Um, the... Well, we can't do anything right now. So I guess go talk to your dad, because what else are we going to do right here? I, I don't know. I, I don't like the idea of breaking them out, um, if we can help it. So Callie gets into the paddy wagon, doors shut, and they start going down the street. Um, can I ask her a question? Yes. Yeah, so um, your legal system, is it proven till guilty or guilty to, uh, pro- innocent till gu- proven guilty or guilty till proven innocent? It is innocent until proven guilty. Okay, that's good. Though you must have done something very, very bad. Brommel himself is coming to escort you. Ooh. Oh, okay. That's I, good I, to I, know. When, he sa- when, she, when she says that, I'm going to turn to Magna. Well, we're not going to get to trial then. We're going to be dead before we get there. I suspect that as well. Um, you guys both give me a perception roll, DC 15. Psh. We're not even going to get to the prison at this rate. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, how does a crit with a 22 nice. sound? What'd you get, Hibonite? Uh, I got a 15. Okay. You got a 15? Uh, sorry, 13. I'm completely misreading already. Not a problem. Okay, so, Magnar, um, you notice the... Well, both of you would notice that the half-orc guard here is not dressed in any kind of official garb. Uh, one thing that you will notice that seems a little bit out of place is on his left inner bicep. Magnar, you see a tattoo of a blue rose. Callie says, Do I know the significance of that? No, just something or you notice. Or it's just something I notice. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Callie tells you, we will be taking you to what we call the ditch. It's a uh, not altogether pleasant cell we have here in the bowels of the city. Is it a ditch? You could say that. <laughs> Why do they call it a ditch? I'm not or sure. Ditch. It's unpleasant. There's not much to it. And there's just ground all around you. So Ground doesn't sound so bad. Both of you give me a DC 15 con save. 23. Critical fail. <laughs> I'm doing so well already. Okay. All right. Um, so we're going to... Callie raises her hands, moves them around very quickly, and then you see Hibonite falls asleep right next to you, um, just out of the blue. And we're going to cut outside to you guys standing there in the street. Okay, so they're taking off, and we need to go find your father? Uh, that, that's the only person I can think of to talk to. Uh, we could follow them, but I, I don't know what I, we can do here. I don't want to leave you, because I don't know where your dad is, and I don't know where to find you again. Um, but I could easily follow them. You could never keep up with me. Uh, no, I, I don't think I can. Um... <laughs> That wasn't a question. That yeah. was a statement. Yeah. I don't think I can carry you that fast either. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, if if you want to follow them, I'm, I'm not going to stop you. I think we need to get them out. Uh, right. I, I can try and figure out a legal way out of this if we need to. Uh, and, and we heard that Blevin's coming? You guys uh, did. Not Blevin, Brommel. No, you two did we not. Didn't, no. Okay, okay. Um, we don't know any of that, yeah. Yeah, because if I knew that, then that's really a concern. But, okay. Right. Um, as far as we know, they're just going to jail. 
Um, okay. So I guess if I think they're going to jail, I'd probably more more likely just to go with you, uh, Margraine, rather than chasing. Well, we. What if we both go to uh, follow them? Uh, I know, I know, I can't keep up as well as you can, but we we need to at I, least know where they're going. I could try to give you a piggyback ride. Well, I'm I, I, I'm <laughs> I'm thinking that there's no thing stopping us from just following the wagon, right? We have horses. Oh, that's true. We do have horses. Right. Like I. Okay. I, I see no problem in figuring out, you know, following this wagon, figuring out where they're at least going to hold them so we can know where to get them. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Let's get our horses real quick. Okay, okay. So you guys follow them. Um, the paddy wagon is surrounded by all the soldiers. They make their way slowly through the streets to the embassy, and uh, you see them carry Magnar. Not even the right uh, letter. No. Nope. <laughs> You see them uh, lead Magnar out and carry Hibonite um, over the uh, giant half-orc shoulder, um, and then they take them into the embassy. So they're being kept at the embassy. Okay. Well, now that we know that... I'm assuming they're not going to let us into the embassy. Um, Probably not. Probably not. Okay. We'll follow them there. Um, And would I have a general idea of where I could find my father? Yes. Um, However, you know you're going to have to wait a couple hours until the inner city is actually open. Remember, you guys got there too late the night before. Okay, so so it's too early before it's open? open? Right. Crap. Okay. Um... That's a thing. Also, just give yeah. me a uh, history check there, Margrave. Sure. History. Ten. Okay. So you also know that this all seems very suspicious, though Dernholm does benefit from some of the protections of Thalmer as a country and um, is kind of a, a protectorate of it. They are still very much, for the most part, at least considered sovereign. So okay. the fact that um, you know that the they, Queen's people are coming and taking my friends. Right. You know, there's Not something cool. a little bit wonky about that. Uh, the fact that they're doing it before the um, inner city is open and bustling for the day. You know, the, it, it just all strikes you as a little bit weird. Just growing up in the area, you would know this is not normally how things are done. Usually they'd go through like the captain of the guard and stuff to arrest right. them and then take them from there. Right, right. Because basically what they're doing is, is kind of a forced extradi- uh, extradition here. Um, okay. You know, they're, they're in somebody else's country acting as the police. Um. So if we've got a, some time to to kill before the inner cities open we could actually talk to where's all this going um anyway uh the the captain of the guard that we met at the the city gates figure out oh. if anybody had contacted him right yep if, if i know that that would probably be a good way to do it um like did they did they say that she could because that could be that could be a good way of tying them up Killian. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Killian Hammerflame. Yeah, Killian. Exactly. Killian Hammerflame. Um, we, we, we could we could speak to Killian at the the gate. See see if uh if he knows anything about their arrest. If anybody talked to to them. Uh, also, he's one of the only people that knows that we're in town. Right. Yeah. So he may be the one that they talk to. Yeah. Maybe he yeah. knows a little bit more. Maybe. Um. I I know we can't get into the inner city yet, so I can't speak to my father. Oh, un- right. Unless you have any other ideas. I mean. I could sneak around and try to get in, but I don't know how good, how much good that's going to do. It didn't look like Hibonite was doing so well. That makes me worried. Yes, um, I, I, I agree. Do you think he tried to fight them? That they put him down? I, I, th- I think it was just to, to keep them. There's, they think they're dangerous. I would do oh, the same thing. Really? Well, I suppose Sleep. you did that to, yeah, Blevin. Yeah, I, I did it to Blevin. I did it to the Displacer Beasts. 
right? Like, it's a good way of, like, not killing somebody, but making sure that they're not an issue. True, true. Um, yeah, let's go find Killian, I guess. Okay. okay. Uh, like, I think it's a good idea if she sneaks around, but I don't want to split the party three ways. That sounds like a bad <laughs> idea, right? Yeah. I'd, you buy yourself Margaret by himself and the two of them together? Let's put the squishy girl <laughs> all by herself. Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's um yeah, let's Stay find together Killian. as much as we can. Absolutely. Let's, let's go find Killian. Okay, cool. All right, you guys head off to find Killian and we'll cut to you guys, the prisoners. Um Magnar, they take you down, um, leading you through what is a very ornate embassy uh, to begin with, and then they take you off to a side room after you get through the vestibule, and it's just a stark stairwell, and they just take you down for what seems like a mile, just a a very tight um, spiral sort of staircase, just going down, down, uh, not really uh, spiral, but you go down, hit a landing, go down again. Um, When you say you, you you mean they're carrying Hibonite as well? Yeah, they're carrying Hibonite behind you. Okay. Uh, but okay, it seems they like didn't split us. No, okay. it, it seems like you're just going down for like a mile. There are doors that you come across occasionally, um, and then finally you get down to a uh, basically a stopping point. There, uh, you have dark vision, yes or no? Nope. Okay, so it actually gets to a point where it's just so dark. There's no natural lighting in there. They don't have torches lit, and you just run into a door ahead of you. Um, somebody behind cool. you moves you to the side. You think it's the large half orc man, and uh, he opens the door and then shoves you in, and you're in pitch blackness. Um, they, you hear the, the shutter of the door behind you as it slams shut. And then you hear some keys turn and jingle. And he says, rest well. This is the last sleep you're going to get for a while. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Did you want? Am I am I uncuffed or am I still cuffed? You're still manacled, manacled. Um, but you're not oh. you're not tied to anything specifically. Okay. Um, do I know him and I just in here with me? Yeah. You if f- he is? you feel around for him and he's definitely there. Okay. Can I try to break the manacles? Yeah. Go ahead. Give me. It, it's going to be a high DC. Yeah, I know. Um, so yeah, give me. Uh, Let's see, what would that be? That would be athletics. Strength, athletics. Yeah, give me an athletics right. check. DC 25. Ooh, I need a 19. All right, not with a 16. All right, you struggle, um, and it's just not its not happening. Yeah, you realize after a while it's kind of futile to... All right, up. so I'm, I'm going to bend down and find Hibonite's face and kind of <laughs> give him a soft pat. Hibonite, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was a good rest. (laughs) Alright, this doesn't seem like it was a dream. Unfortunately not. Can you see anything? Alright, can't see how I do. I produce flames. I I have dark vision, but he doesn't. I remember that. Thank you. Okay. So yeah, you produce flames and um, you, you see that you're in a very small and uh, it's just a, a dank room. I mean, you can smell the mold in the air. Um, the ground itself is made of... Um, the, uh, the ground itself is it's still stone, but it is definitely kind of moist and it just it smells like a, the dankest basement you've ever been in. Um, there's no... Obviously, you're so deep. There's no windows or anything leading out. And it's so short that you're not even... You can't stand up fully. Magnar. Okay. So the the door that um, we walked in is that that's the only door. That's it. Or only there's no windows. There's no okay. Uh, and the door is metal or wood. Or the door both? is wood, but with metal bands to strengthen it. Okay. And then this is the worst cell we've been so far. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so, you, I mean, um, do you guys want to do anything? You're gonna wait it out. What's say anything to um, each other? Are there? Uh, you said there's metal bands, but is there like a look, a look see through the through the door? Yes, there is a little look see, as you called it, through the door. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else to call. It. 
Um, but yeah, um, right, it is barred. But yes. Okay. Can I? Oh, I guess that would be dark out there too, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Because oh, Hibonite, can you see out there? Is there anyone I'll around? I'll have a look. Uh, do you want me to roll or kind of just see straight through? You the can hole? just see through the hole. It, it's not a big area. Uh, everything has been kind of claustrophobic. Even the stairwell itself is, is fairly tight and, and compacted, so there's not a lot of space out there. You don't see any guards standing the way, standing there. It looks clear. I mean, it's, it's a wooden door. I can probably try and set fire to it. Sounds good. But where would we go? Uh, that sounds like a future Hibernate issue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I'll I, I, I use the flames on my hands to try and just start the door burning or weakening it around the hinges and sort of thing so I can push it down. Okay. Um, I mean, if you're going to do that, go ahead and um, do you have Firebolt or what do you have that's an actual spell that's not just flames? Uh, I have Firebolt. Okay, yeah, give me an actual spell that's going to deal damage. There you go. I've done two. The first one, 22 to hit, 9 fire damage. And second one, 21 to hit, 7 fire damage. Okay. As you cast your spell, a bunch of runes light up around the room, and suddenly you realize that you feel kind of empty inside, like there's something that's missing. And as you uh, move your hands and say your incantation, focus your will, nothing happens. I will do detect magic. Even as you try that, nothing yeah. happens. You you feel oh. super hollow inside, no. as though. Does that mean my well, my produced flames won't work? That's magic, then. Oh, you're right. You know, let's let's retcon that. Let's redo the whole scene. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, your your produced flames wouldn't have worked either. All right, I'll I'll grab the door and see if it has any give. Is if it's an like old door, um, maybe wasting away in this dank place. Okay, go ahead thing. and give me a strength roll. Yep. How does a 21 sound? Okay. You pull on the door and you can hear it starting to crack a little bit. You think maybe there's hope. And we'll cut to you guys out in the street going toward <laughs> Killer. <laughs> uh, anti-magic fields. I hate them. Um, okay. okay. So. Yeah. We're... Let's find Killian. Yes. Um, that's what we were doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to assume he's at, like, the barracks by the gate. Yes. Uh, okay. I'll make my way there. All right. You guys make your way there. Um, talk to the guard who comes out and, and gets Killian. Um, he comes out. Hey, good to see you there. What are, what can I do for you at this time of night or this time of morning? Uh, it's fantastic to see you, Killian. Um, I, I I have a question. Did you happen to speak to the, uh, the ambassador at all after we came into town? Oh, well, you know... Uh, Margraine, I am a pretty important figure here, but I, I ain't that important. I mean, the ambassador didn't talk to me all that much. Okay, because um, I, I was I was rather confused because she came this morning and arrested my two friends. Um, and, and he kind of like, you know, wiped some sleep from his eyes. Like, wait, what? Yes, uh, this morning both my friends were taken from uh, their, their rooms and they've now been arrested by the ambassador. And I know that's not how it usually works around here. Oh, uh, that's right. It's not. That's, that's bullshit. That's not how it's supposed yeah, to be at all. <laughs> yeah, that's usually your job. Right, yeah. That's a stone guard. We, we do the arrest and, you know, we are the first and last injustice in Dernholm. Yes. Um. So I was, I was wondering, uh, I would talk to you because maybe you gave her your uh, your blessing on this or no I, I, I did not I, I I see um do you have any uh, suggestions well we, we need to go get um you know talk to the Yarl uh, port and uh, okay yeah uh, let's make sure we, we go ahead and uh, I will let him know right away um you should probably let your father know too it sounds like council business that they need to speak of he'll come with yes, me yes uh, okay thank you yeah I'll, oh I'll thank you 
And so he storms through the streets leading you guys. There are um, a few of the stone guard that follow them as well uh, that, that escorts you. And he goes to these two giant uh, doors that are made out of very intricate or uh, very sturdy metal, but very intricate designs all over them. Zalara, you're taken aback by them because they are huge and extremely beautiful at the same time. Um, and it looks like a lot of, of care was gone into every little piece, every little nook and cranny of it. Uh, it's not just a very functional, sturdy door. It's obviously a work of art as well. Um, and he does signal for the inner guards to open it. And there's a little back and forth where he has to explain what's going on. The doors slowly come open and you can see the inner city of Durnholm in there as well. And it is a beautiful city. Um, even though dwarves do have dark vision, one thing you'll notice as you guys enter the city, Zalara, is that it's not dark in there. They keep it very well lit because it does, it, it seems to be lit in such a way that all of the light is, once again, not just functional, but it's a way of highlighting the architecture that you see. So it seems like every building is in and of itself a work of art. Um, it, it's just an extremely, you see a lot of buildings, houses that are built into the stone itself, some built out from it, but everything seems as though it's manufactured, but manufactured in conjunction with the actual mountain, uh, the inner mountain itself. So everything seems to come from the rock and at the same time is this intricate, intricate and beautiful city. Um, right, well, I think you know your way home. Uh, um, so yes. I, I'll, I'll, I will go and let Port know that uh, the council needs to come into play. And if you want to go get with your da and, and talk with him about it, I, I would probably be best. Yes, yes, I will. I will. Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, I appreciate it. Right. Yeah. No problem. And he heads off. Okay. And, and, and he'll just kind of stand there for a second and he'll look out over mm-hmm. the city and he'll just kind of, oh, it's nice to be home. And it's beautiful, Margraine. Uh, thank you. Um, yeah, it, it, it really is. I haven't seen it in years. I can see why you would miss it. Yes, and and he'll. Uh, well, I'll I'll show you. Uh, I'll show you to my my, my family. Uh, Got to speak to my dad, of course. So yes. yeah, he'll he'll head off home. Uh, uh, he knows where that is. Sam doesn't. Um. <laughs> yeah, sure. So, no, tell Roll me history. Yeah. Crit fail. <laughs> tell me the names of all the streets. I sent them to you. Um, uh, uh, so I've, you, got, I've got a couple here. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Now you you do you head to your your home um, and you you come upon the Silver Beard family home. Margraine points it out to you, Zalara, and you'll notice that it is one of the nicest buildings you've seen. I mean, all the buildings here are nice, but this is one of the nicest ones. It's three stories tall, built into the rock. Um, There is a fence outside that's extremely beautiful and decorative, but it's clear that it's functional as an actual uh, kind of wall to keep people out. There are two guards who stand out front as well. Um, It's clear that Margraine comes from a little bit of money. Um, Wow. Okay. You have guards? Uh, yes. Wow. Uh, well, well, well. Dad, being the the second in command of uh of the mine, you know, it comes with some money. All right, and uh, we'll cut to Magnar. You're on the door. You're pulling on it. You rolled a twenty-one. Um, go ahead and give me. I mean, you feel some give to it, but it's not come out. Are you gonna try again? What are you gonna do? Yep. Okay. Give me another one. I will aid him. Oh, good. Nice. Get advantage, right? Yep. <laughs> Eleven is my highest. <laughs> oh. Okay. I think uh, the other one might have been a crit fail, so... <laughs> At least you didn't break your right arm. <laughs> yeah. So, that's a good thing. <laughs> um, Hibonite comes up and, uh, you know, helps you. He kind of grabs you by the waist and, and starts pulling you as well, but it makes you feel funny in your tummy, so you don't, <laughs> you don't pull as hard as I you... I can't hold... <laughs> can't hold the bars. You can't so hold the like, bars. Oh. And, uh... <laughs> so it ends up not working. 
All right. Stop touching oh. me like that, haven't I? <laughs> I don't like it. I feel violated. Hibonite, <laughs> um, um, maybe you should uh, grab the bars as well, not me. I think I'm sturdy. Thank you very much. If you say so. Maybe, maybe you'll change your mind later. <laughs> All right, what I'll do is uh, give you guys two more tries with it. Okay. You got to get the best three out of four. You got one success and one failure. Um, one more failure. And we're looking for a DC of 20 with this. So. All right, come on. You can do this. 26, crit. All right. So you pulled it and it really starts to give way. You hear it start to, it sounds like it's coming off the hinges. One more. Oh, yes. All right. 23. All right. So it comes off the hinges completely. And you both fall back. It is completely open. All right. We'll cut back to the Silverbeard family home where Margraine and Zalara are walking in. Okay. Um, I guess we'll walk up to the the guards at the the gate. Yep. Um, I'm just following. <laughs> okay. Uh, hi, hi. Good. Do I recognize them at all? Or yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. They're, they're family guards that have been there your whole life. Okay. Um. Uh, do Do I know their names? Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, oh, good. What That's my names? forte. Yeah. Um, and Killy. There we'll go. Right. Um, nice dwarven <laughs> names. Uh, hello, guys. Uh, long time no see. Hello. How are you? I'm 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 doing well. Uh, I'm here to speak to my father. Oh yeah, of course. Go on in. It's good to see you okay. again, sir. It's good to see you too. Have you? Uh, do and you I'll, have a little uh, bit of stubble there? Uh, and I'll feel my face. Uh, uh, like kind of excited. Uh, no, uh, none. Well, it looks uh, like it, sir. It looks like it. Yeah, I've been on the road for a while. I haven't had a bath yet uh, but you know it, 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 it feels like it's coming in um well, it's yeah. a good look on you sir i'm sure your father will be pleased to see you and your mother thank you uh well i will i will see you later and i'll yeah he'll kind of he'll run his way and kind of he's got a little spring to his step he's he's happy so to be is terribly confused by the whole stubble <laughs> comment yeah but whatever i'm i'm just here <laughs> yeah sam feels like it was the cards making fun of him a little bit but you know it's okay <laughs> um, yeah um, okay yeah I'll, I'll make my way into the house up to the front door and everything and um i, I will i will knock i'm not gonna barge in uh, yeah. okay um so anyway uh, you are met at the door by alvin who of course is the family butler um uh, hello, Alvin. Is he? Oh, sir. Uh, wonderful to see you again, young Master Margaret. Yes, yes. Wonderful to see you too. Uh, I'm I'm here to speak with my father. It's rather urgent. Oh yes, we will have him summoned immediately. Um, would you and your lady friend like um, some refreshment? <laughs> Maybe some water. Can I interest you in, in ale, maybe? Oh, yes. We'll take refreshment in the foyer, my, my good sir. Um, uh, it, yes, yes, some refreshment would be nice. All right. Um, we will have that brought out to you quickly. And he uh, rings a few bells that are next to the door and um, leads you guys off to um, one of the side rooms with uh, a little small, uh, I guess, uh, not quite the dining room, but sort of a meeting area. Um, yeah. Oh, like a holding room of sorts. You know, the little one right out out to the side of the, like, it's the first sitting room. Yes, you know? exactly. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah. The one for the guests. Right. And you know, obviously, they're not bringing you into the nicer one because you're dirty. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, I was so not expecting to be rich. Okay. Um, <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. Okay. All right. So you see. You can buy his healing potions now. <laughs> 
You see a, uh, a dwarven woman come down the stairs. She's still wearing her nightgown. She runs over. Her hair is all just, it's a mess. Um, like Hermione in the book's mess. Um, she kind of runs up to, uh, not kind of, she runs up to Margraine. Is, oh, Margraine, my boy. I'm so happy to see you again. And she starts kissing him all over the face. Are you well? Are you, are you okay? Oh, oh, nobody hurt you, did they? How, how's the church treating you? Yes, the, the church is uh, treating me rather well. Uh, I'm, I'm very happy to be home, though, uh, despite the circumstances. But yes, I'm 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 fine. Um, I'm a I'm a I'm a paladin now. Uh, and you know he's hi. I'm Solara. Oh, okay. I've forgotten you're there. Honestly, <laughs> he's just happy he's home. Um, I pointedly put my hand out. Oh, <laughs> yes, hi, hi. I'm Solara. Oh, good to yes, meet you, Solara. I'm Tordred. I'm Margraine's ma here. And uh, so, are, are you uh, are you with child? Or am I expecting a grandbaby? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, she's. Uh, it, no. She's just a traveling like companion of mine. Um, oh. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no. There's. There's no. There's no child. Uh, I, I only recently. Recently met her uh, a couple of days ago. Oh. Uh, so you yes, move fast. <laughs> a charmer just like your father. Uh, yes, uh, but where so, where is father? I, well, he's coming down. He, he, you know him. He wants to be presentable. Okay, uh, it's it's fantastic to to see you, mother. Uh, oh, you, you too. I'll, I'll, I'll go and make sure they're getting you some cakes and some other things. I, I have some water or some ale being brought out for you. Oh, thank you. Uh, it's it's nice to be home. Uh, All right. Yeah. So um, <laughs> she scuttles off and she yells, "Margrain, Margrain's home, and he brought a girl." <laughs> 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 and uh, coming down the steps is a very, in, in a uh, just extremely well kept, uh, uh, almost uniform sort of suit is your father. Um, he has salt and peppered beard, um, hair pulled back into a tight uh, sort of ponytail, and looks very, very dignified. Um, and we will cut back to you guys in the jail, standing there. You just rip the door off, and you're standing there, um, looking into the darkness. Does it, okay, does it sound like anyone's? Come in, like clanking down the stone. Nope. Nope. All right. So, uh, can I carry this door like a shield, basically? Um, you could carry it in front of you. Um, it's going to restrict your movement by half because it's cumbersome. Um, okay. but it will give you full cover, or well, it'll give you partial cover. Nice. Shall we go up? Uh, when we step outside the cell, is there anything else around? Or is there just a stairway down to this one cell? There's a stairway down to this one cell. And as I mentioned before to uh, Magnar noticed this, there are other landings you'll come across and other doorways that lead into, you're assuming either cells, hallways, you're not sure. Um, but this is the bottom. Will your magic work out here? Uh, I'll step outside the cell and try and produce flame. All right. And the flames produce? And then I'll snuff them out straight away. Okay. Seems to. What should we do? Well... Past him and I didn't plan for this far. Damn it. <laughs> we, we, we can try and get out just ourselves. We can try and do a prison break if these other landings have cells on them. We, At least then they might be distracted, not just trying to get us. We are here unjustly. I'm not sure I can say the same about the rest of them, assuming there are other people here. We can't necessarily say not the same about the others as well. That's, that's true. Um, it doesn't look like a regulation prison. We, we, we've seen a few of them now. Yes, this um, is very untidy. Should, should we try going up to the first landing, see what we see? Yes, let's do that. So I'll, I'll put the, the door, my shield in front of me, and... I'm behind him. Yep. <laughs> okay, and remember, though, it is pitch black, so you can't see anything in front of you, uh, Magnar. Oh, uh, Hibonite, I cannot see. Can you can you feel the steps? 
Uh, yeah. Light will give us away a lot. <laughs> and, well, That's very true. And the other thing is you know that going up to the first landing will still keep you in the dark. Okay. So well, I'll just foot it then and feel my way up. Okay. And then once... So it's like an actual landing. So I, after a while, I won't hit a step then, right? right. Okay. So once we get there, I'll, I'll stop and be like, okay, Hibonite, I think we're near the other cells. At least one. Can you... Oh, yeah, what do I see? Can you see? <laughs> Uh, what would I see out of um, There is a, another cell there. Uh, you look inside and you don't see anyone. It looks like it's empty. Can I see a light up the stairway? Like, yeah. I see like how far we've got left to um, go. Yeah, I mean, you can see there's a ways to go. You you don't see the end. Uh, it's one of those like kind of a <laughs> reverse Hitchcock kind of movie where you're looking up and it just seems like an infinite staircase going up. Okay. Mm. Um I'll, I'll produce flame to speed us up. Okay. You guys continue right. to w- make your way up. Um, and I will try and hide behind the door a bit so it's not blaringly obvious that there's a light down there. It's going to be more obvious, but it's just trying to restrict it as much as I can. So it's just um, helpful in the immediate vicinity, not long distance, mm-hmm. if you got me. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'll stop every once in a while. Um, well, I guess at every landing and then just look in the cells. So. Okay. Uh, and you make your way up. You notice that um, the cells don't really have anyone in them uh, along the way. And not all of them are cells. Occasionally, it's just a... Well, as far as you know, it's not a cell. Uh, it's just a doorway there. But it looks like these cells maybe have been used in the past, but it's been a while. A special place for us. It, it, it seems more like a secret place. Yes, I, this right. is very suspicious. Off, off, off the books for a prison. Hmm. I think we need to get out of here as fast as possible. I would agree, especially with Bromo on his way. Yes. You guys make it to... Uh, it's uneventful. You make it to the top landing, and you recognize this as the door that's going to lead you to the vestibule, Magnar. Unless you guys want to do something else along the way. Um, I asked my... Uh, my when, when, when we get to the top, how far... Magnar... <laughs> How far from the top of these stairs till we get out? How far? How big is the building? Um, yeah, I, I don't know, Alex. <laughs> well, the building's huge, um, but you know from the... You're just trying to figure out how far it is from... How far to the exit, yeah, basically. Well, it's, uh, I mean, it's a large vestibule, but you should be able... In game terms, you would be able to make it in two rounds or one dash action for either one of you from this door to the front door. But from the front door, you got to get over the gates as well. You would know that, Magnar. Okay. And were they heavily guarded oh, or yeah. lightly guarded? <clears throat> oh. I mean, it's not like every okay. five feet, but I mean, there are guards out front. It's not... There's not like 10 dudes standing out front or anything, but because they are in friendly terms, but there are, there's a show of force without a doubt. Okay. Outside um, and call Okay, so I relay that information. Out, if we so. get outside and cause enough of a scene, this isn't, it doesn't seem that we're very legally taken earlier. So if we cause enough of a scene, that may force their hand a bit, get the locals involved. Yeah. Uh, or force them to kill us quicker. Well, that, that's one possible solution. Maybe Margreen's rallied an army. Got all the locals are up in an outroar. Yeah, maybe that's happened. I'm, I'm sure he'd go to the end of the earth to save one of us. <laughs> I, I would think that of him, yes. <laughs> all right. So can we... So where we're at now, can we see the vestibule? No, or there's, is it, it's on the other side of the floor. Is there a keyhole in the door? Okay, so there's... Through opening it? There can, is. Can I look through it? Yep, um, you can look through and you see two guards coming toward the door and you see the large half-orc behind them. Let's go to one of those other cells. As soon as we go down there, they're going to notice something's up. And if this door hasn't happened, we may lose our only shot, shot to get out. Do you want to just rush them? But we could hide in one of those cells that they're not expecting us up this far up. I can go invisible, actually. Okay, I um, cannot. If you go down to the first landing, is there area I could hide here that they wouldn't be able to get to me, Alex? 
Is there an area you... No, I mean, there's no area you Does can the just door hide. just come straight into the stairs? It's not like a landing around? Yeah, yeah. And it's, like I said, the whole thing is very small. Um, it's a cramped space. There's not a lot of room. All right, if we head down to the first landing, hide in a corner, and let's just see how it goes. I'll, I'll get... Yeah, we'll, we'll, so we'll I'll get rid of my lights as soon as they're, as they're coming, and I'll just guide you. I'll put your hand on my shoulder and guide you down to the first landing. Well, it's light up here, though, right, yep. Alex? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's okay. light at this level. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, I'm making sure you know my hands aren't on flame anymore. If we're going back down into the dark let's <laughs> try and ambush them yeah well yeah so we'll just go to the first landing if there's if there's a door here and try to open it it's unlocked okay it is unlocked uh, all right so I'll, I'll maneuver my giant shield <laughs> through that door and then i'll go inside oh. and him yeah, and I... I'll, I'll come inside <laughs> all right and then slowly close the door, the door. <laughs> yeah that too all right so um you hear the door open onto the landing and um, the half-orc says, oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw them right around here. I swear I heard them come out of their cells. And the two soldiers um, start uh, heading down toward you guys. Um, one of them looks into the cell. You guys, both give me a high check. <laughs> I should have cast invisibility a minute ago. That's a 16. Giant, hot, nine-foot man uh, trying to hide <laughs> tight himself. 18. <laughs> Is a door to hide behind. All right. So the soldier looks directly at you, Margaret. Or the soldier looks directly at you, Magnar, and says, "Hey, I think I." And you see a blade go right through the back of his his head and out the front. You hear another one yell. There's a scream. There's some sword play, and then another death. The door is open, and you see the half orc standing there. He says, "Well, are you gonna run or what?" Yes, and I I maneuver my shield through the door and I go running up the steps. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll thank the guy as we leave. Shut up, and just I'll go. I'll grab one of those guys' swords and give it to Magnar because he needs a weapon. Oh, <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> All right, you guys make it out into the courtyard, and then you hear from behind you, "Help! Help! They murdered a couple of the guards. They're getting away." Fucking sold us out. And that's where we'll call it. Thanks for listening to episode 22 of Beholders. I apologize for the sound quality here, but um, I'm actually recording it on my phone, so it probably sounds kind of crappy. Apologize for that. But thank you for listening to it, uh, The Dank and the Beautiful. Uh, we had a lot of fun with this one, and I think you're going to enjoy the whole Derna home stretch we have coming up. Uh, be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcast or whatever podcast app you use. really helps us out and helps us spread the word. Uh, all music by Incompetech, Floating Cities, Evening Chaos, The Path of the Goblin, King Version 2, Constance, The Teller of Tales, Curse of the Scarab, Our Journey Begins, all by Kevin McLeod, Incompetech.com. License and Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License, creativecommons.org, forward slash licenses, forward slash buy, forward slash 3.0, forward slash. Sound effects by Zapsplat.com. Please check show notes for further details. All editing was done by Sam Canary, and music effects editing done by Benjamin Floyd. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.